77 WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. With the weather, the snow, Republicans were given a bad, bad hand to play today. When it's all said and done, Democrats have flipped the seat Back, national implications tonight, this morning rather, Tom Swansea's win shrinks the GOP's majority in the House to only six seats. Only six seats. Swansea at his victory party a short time ago. We won this race. We, you, won this race. Because we addressed the issues and we found a way to bind our divisions. What I found interesting, I don't know if Swansea's been to an African-American church lately, but in his victory speech, he sounded like a reverend with the emphasis on his words. I just found that very, very interesting. But anyway, the Long Island Democratic Congressman Swansea will return to Washington, D.C. after he emerged victorious in this closely watched race to replace expelled Congressman George Santos, and I'm sorry, folks, Santos had to go. If you didn't get rid of him now, you would have had a lot more Republicans going down at the next election. He would have dragged the entire party down. Santos had to go. Now, uh, Mr. Swazi took a shot at former President uh, Trump and his allies, stating, stop running around for Trump and start running the country. It's time to find common ground. It was interesting uh, Swazi was feeling the heat because he started his remarks by proclaiming, thank God, putting his hands up in the uh, air as some pro-Palestinian protesters stormed the stage repeatedly in the beginning, just as Swazi was about to speak at the Crest Hollow Country Club, but they were quickly escorted out of the Woodbury uh, venue. Now, uh, this was a race uh, where Swazi walked a fine line. He walked a fine line, positioning himself as a loyal Democrat while also managing to keep the party at arm's length. Do you want to know why he won and why I told you he was going to win? I said it three or four times before the election. Here's the bottom line of why he won. Swazi was more seasoned as a candidate, and I'm trying to be diplomatic and nice to uh, Mozzie Pillup, she was not. I'm being diplomatic and nice. She was not a season, and it showed badly on the campaign trail. Badly on the campaign trail. Based on the candidate that she was, if we're being honest about this and if we're being totally candid, there was no way that she was going to win this race based on, on her, 
her, uh, her what she did as a uh, candidate. So I'm looking at um, and what she didn't do, rather I should say, uh, by not talking to the repress to the press, limiting her comments. I know why they did it, but but it's a it's a it's a recipe for defeat, and that's exactly what happened. So I I've been receiving a bunch of emails. We see your calls. We'll get to them in just one second. Uh, Sam emailed me just minutes ago. He said what what today's vote on Long Island proved was that the Republicans must take advantage of early voting. Bad weather yielded low turnout, and that spelled doom. Sam, you are correct. I'm looking at my uh, Twitter X now. And uh, a number of comments that are here. Bernard Scott says, congratulations, voters of that area. Enjoy unlimited illegal invaders in crime. Uh, Dollar Sweet One says, Peter King should have tried harder to find a registered Republican to run. Mozzie is a nice lady, but a Democrat. DMS says, oh, no, I get it. She's not got his experience, but it's his experience voting record alliance with Cuomo that makes him such a danger. He won't improve our lives. He'll just tell us like Biden did today that we should be happy with the economy. Democratic double talk. And um, another uh, comment from... uh, Dollar Sweet One, yay! Now that Swazi won, we can send all the illegals to his district. To his district, excuse me. And Andrew Collins says she got smoked. wasn't even close. How do you like me now? Laugh out loud. We see all of your calls coming in, and we're going to begin with them right now as we discuss this race. Let's go to Josh in Rockland County. Good morning, Josh. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Great show. Um, I truly think that I don't know who chose her as a candidate. She didn't make any headlines. Today, as a Republican, you've got to make headlines. You've got to push back very hard because Republican voters are really disappointed in what the party has given them so far. I think we're going to have a wipeout. As a Republican voter, I think we're going to be wiped out in nine months from now. They don't fight for us. There's no party out there. That's the reason she got wiped out. Plus, she was a terrible candidate. Terrible, terrible. I didn't even know from her till a month ago. She didn't do any headlines. She didn't talk about immigration a lot. And with all this crime, we should wipe the Democrats. That tells you everything. Perhaps you have a good point there, Josh. She had Swazi on the ropes, right? When you've got a, uh, let's call him an incumbent, even though, you know, he had left the office. Uh, when, you, when you've got an incumbent talking about let's have as many debates as possible, that means that the internal polling is going, ah, 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 you're about to lose. Swazi was on the ropes. I thought she had him with the anger on immigration. And when she tagged him, Mr. Migrant, it was working. It was working, but the problem was she was not able to really articulate it on the campaign trail, and that's where everything went wrong. You can't have someone who's running against basically an incumbent, and you're shielding her like she's the incumbent, and and she's not available to the press. Right, you but you're you talking about a small way. part of the problem. 
you're talking about a small party. It's much bigger than that, in my opinion. It's the whole Republican Party looks such like buffoons. Wow, they, they impeached on Mallorca's, whatever his name is. They're not fighting. They're not here. The, the country's going out of control. She's a symptom. That alone, that they picked her as the candidate, is the symptom. Something is off, in my opinion. I mean, I might just be just my opinion, but we don't know who else was out there to possibly run. You know, we, we don't Why not? know. Why are the Democrats so good in, in, in sending us good liars and stuff that know how to debate, okay, they know well, how to fight, if, they if, impeach presidents? If the Democrats were so good, why did they have to go back to Tom Swazi if they were so good at picking candidates? They, They're very they, good. Look, look, they were good. They they pick. They know who's going to win, and they know how to lie, and they know how to impeach. Now, I, I, they don't I, play a game. I, I, I venture to say, Josh, that if they had a better candidate, the Republicans, they would have won this race, period. They had they had Swazi on the ropes, but they blew it the last month of the campaign. There's no way in the world that this woman was going to beat such a seasoned politician like Tom Swazi. Thank you for the call, Josh. Let's go to Silas Staten Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, uh, the Republicans get played again. You know, they removed the man who was not even convicted. And so, regardless, in this country, you should still be okay, innocent until Silas, proven guilty. Silas, I, I hear you. I hear you. But what about the argument that they would have they would have been hemorrhaging if they stuck by Santos into the fall election? He had to go. He was a poison, a national embarrassment. He had to go. Well, more to your point, she was a bad candidate, and, and you know, and and. Uh, they needed somebody more seasoned to run against them. And so, and as far as now, now we can hold this guy's feet to the fire, prove to the people that he's not going to do anything, just like AOC, all the people he's with. Have, since the day they've all taken office, they haven't done one thing for their constituents. You can't find one when, piece when of you legislation. Say they, when you say they, Silas, who are you referring to? All of the Democrat, um, the Democrats, okay, who and and Democrat, you can't find one piece of legislation they passed to help the country in any way, right? So, you right. know, and right. So we're going to hold this guy's feet to the fire. Hopefully, the hopefully that they the they see that he's done nothing, and for God's sakes, get a real candidate. And I and as far as the crime thing, I wanted to redeem myself from before. We don't need a militia. If we put back the police, give them their immunity, let them arrest people and let them keep people in jail and deport every single uh, immigrant that commits a crime, gone, you're out. That's the way we'll stop the crime. Agreed. But it's never going to happen that way, Silas. Thank you for your call. Let's go to Chris and the Catskills. Good morning, Chris. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I wanted to make a few points, and I, I was just wanted to briefly disagree with something you just said. I don't think she, she never had Swazi on the ropes by him requesting multiple debates. You've got to be joking me. You've got to be joking me, Chris. No, I'm dead serious. I okay. know from my All right, own go, go ahead. Chris, I don't need to keep hearing about your own personal experience. Every time I talk I'm to you, if- you're telling me about your own personal experiences when you were a candidate. Please make the point without referring back to yourself. Well, I'm just to make the larger point off of that is 
if you know that you are far more knowledgeable and contain many more bases of knowledge about government operations, politics, all the areas and facets of that, and you can articulate them far better than your opponent, you're going to want to debate them every day because you're exposing them as being an inferior choice for voters to have, that you're more intelligent, you're more well-informed, you possess all these more bases but that, but of that, knowledge. But, that, but that's not why, if you're looking at this from a wonky point of view, that's not why you debate. You debate to, to, to uh, outdo your rival to shine in the public's eye. It's not about wonky positions. It's about winning, Chris. That's where you and I differ. You're about we the people uh, policy, and uh, modern-day politics is about winning, period. Yeah, well, you win by proving you're the better candidate and you're you're doing you're you're interviewing for a job and your job is to be a wonk and to uh, wonks don't win elections. Well, some of them do. It depends on the district. But that's the point I want to make. I wouldn't look at this as a bellwether Uh, in certain districts. It's a large country. New York State's a large state. So certain districts, you're going to win by the movement or the ideology. You're going to win if you're a Democrat and you're a socialist or militant progressive, and you're going to win if you're a MAGA populist as a Republican. This obviously is not that district. You're going to do better if you come across as a moderate. It Swazi is a strong debater. He has a history of getting split-ticket votes from the other party, from uh, no-party voters. And I think that the statement that Donald Trump made I heard it on CNN is he needs to listen to advisors or hire better advisors because he he, he being who Trump. I don't know who he is. Yeah. OK. Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump. He, okay. I don't know if you heard that his statement, but his statement was basically he said a lot of negative things about the the, the Republican candidate. And he, he essentially said that she didn't come out and endorse him if she had that the MAGA voters would have come out and put her over the top. And numerically, that's not just the case. In a district like that where it's purple, personalities matter. Look at Mike Lawler. He beat Sean Patrick Maloney. You look at this race with Swazi. If Swazi had run against Santos and decided not a rematch of that, he would have won again if he had decided not to run for governor. And with the right, but, but, that, but, that's, but that's different because because Swazi would have been the incumbent. Chris, thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Frank in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, uh, how are you, boss? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Uh, I have a question. I have a statement to make. New York deserves everything that is happening in that town. Everything. They deserve everything. They bought when they vote, they vote for ideology. Democrats, they don't, they don't give a crap what happened in New York City, bro, in the borough. They don't care. They don't care at all. Okay, but, but in order to win, you've got to have a, a good candidate. You, it doesn't you, matter. You know, it no, doesn't, it does no. matter. It does matter. Because no, good, let me good, tell you why it doesn't okay, matter. Go, go right ahead, Frank. It, it doesn't matter because... Nobody, nobody who you put there as, as a Republican are going to win in New York. He's That's not going to win. That's not true. Santos was elected. Frank, what are you talking about? Santos was elected. Fine. He was elected, and look what they did to him. 
Okay, but you just said a Republican can't win in New York. That is not true. <laughs> tell me who tell me who can win in New York as a as a, a Republican. Well, Santos was the last one to do so. He won. Right. Right? Okay. Now, and then what happened? And then he had personal issues. He had personal I problems. He, he had per- to go. I know he has I know he has personal issues. But they, they took him out the same way they they Okay, but, they but Frank take out. but Frank, I, I respect yes. what you're saying. What I'm trying to explain to you and to and to some of our listeners, if you didn't take him out now, the poison right. was going to be more in the fall. If you didn't take Santos out out now, every Republican in America in the fall would have had to answer for George Santos. The Republican Party could not afford that. He had to go. Listen, listen, listen to me for a second. And then I got to move on. I got a lot of calls. Okay, this is quick. This is quick. Go ahead, please. That that district attorney. Which district district attorney? Which which district attorney? Brad. Okay, Brad, go ahead. Is it? Is is appointed by Soros? Okay. He well, what's your point? What's your point, the, Frank? What's the your point, point is the point is he's untouchable. No matter what he does, because he's, he's a Democrat in a Democratic borough. Well, I don't understand what your point exactly. is. Exactly. If you're a Democrat and you see the way New York is at this moment, you should say, "Okay, we're tired of all this crime. We're tired of all these illegals doing all this crime. We're going to vote." Republican. That's, 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 that. that's your opinion. That's my opinion. The voters of the district see it differently. Thank you for the call, Frank. Let's go to uh, Robert in Suffolk County. I agree with you, Frank. I agree with you. But the voters of the district don't see it the way you and I do. It really is that simple. Robert Suffolk County. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Dominic. I feel Massey conceded too soon. It was only an hour and a half. It was over just, before the polls closed. Robert, are you serious? Well, it was this race. Really See, listen, we can't, as a political reporter, we, we're not supposed to talk about it up until the polls close. The voice of the uh-huh. people. It was over. When the 51% came in, the, the dump, it was over. There was nothing else she could do. The only the only question uh, at this point, Robert, is whether whether or not Swazi has a double digit win. That's the only good. There's there's nothing to. I don't know what you're basing this on, Robert. All right, I'm. I, we've seen races that have suddenly changed where uh, someone was losing and then they won. Okay, in, the margin. The, country. the margin is too big. Swazi has a, as of right now, he has a, uh, it's 53%, almost 54 to 46. And that's with, Mm -hmm. uh, that's with 97% of the vote in. She cannot, she cannot overcome that. That's why, uh, let me explain how how this works. Just, just quickly. You, you have consultants, experts that are in the room with the candidate. And they know even before the polls close, whether or not it's close, uh, how close it is, whether it's a blowout. And they generally can tell the candidate at the top of the hour where their status is. And for her to pick up the phone and call Swazi and concede, she knew or her team knew there was no way she was going to overcome his lead. It it really is that simple. I I just think it was a... um, a blown opportunity because they really had Swazi on the ropes. He was, he was nervous. He was scared to death. And if they, if they had, 
in terms of a candidate, I, I don't want to assess her right now. But if they just had someone that was that, that could articulate something that could get out there on the stump and bring it, they would have won this race. They would have won. Thank you mm-hmm. for the call. Let's go to Peter in Harlem. Good morning, Peter. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. You know, I, I want to say send my compliments to the woman that ran simply because the people that supported her were really a-holes. The fact is that this woman had no chance. She could barely articulate a point of view without sounding like an immigrant. The ethnic sour in, our, in her district would never have allowed her what, to what, be what, there. But what's wrong with sounding like an immigrant? And it's not fair to say that no, people I didn't in the say district like an immigrant. Are, she are, are a-holes, as you just said. Well, no, no, here's my condemnation. My condemnation goes to people like Peter King and Curtis Lieber. They know this woman wasn't going to win. My question to you, Dominic, as a crack reporter, find out how she got to be the candidate. And my and my my guess, Peter, is that they didn't have anybody else uh, that could run that was a better candidate. They thought that her background, her exotic background, if you will, having served in a patriotic background, I should say, rather, having served in the military in Israel, uh, Ethiopia, in terms of she would resonate, but she just wasn't a good candidate, period. Again, Dominic, I thank you for this opportunity, and I would like to say to her, you did a great job, lady, considering that those creeps like, uh, what's his name, Peter King and all the rest of them, they knew better. They must have a motive, and I don't know what it is. Maybe well, you can find well, out. Th- thank you for the call, Peter, and I greatly resent you referring to Congressman King and people like him as creeps. Congressman King and his wife, they're very, very good people. I've known that man over 25 years. He is as good as they come. We don't know if they didn't have. We, I'm sure the backstory will uh, will uh, come out in the future of why they went with her. But even going with her, at least they made it competitive up until the last day. Now, if everybody was voting in person today, who knows what would have happened? Because then it would have been a, a, a fair fight. You would not have had uh, early uh, uh, voting. And uh, Democrats were able to go ahead uh, in terms of the early voting and then, boom, a snowstorm uh, that happened at, uh, uh, in the last day on, on, the, on the day to turn out and vote. And that did not help turn out their base at all. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You know, I was really seriously thinking about what you said to me um, yesterday morning with regard to I need to go to the polls and I need to bring 10 people with me. Yes. And that that kind of um, plays into what I was, the point I was trying to make with you yesterday morning. The Republican and the conservative parties really need to be much more proactive and aggressive in bringing conservative and Republicans to the polls and bringing ballots to those who aren't able to get to the polls. Not only on Election Day, as we found out, things happen at the last minute, but every day during the early voting period as well. I think low voter turnout is a a big part of what happens in every election, not just this one. This was the perfect storm of everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And I'm sorry, the one point I disagree with you on, 
um, with regard to some of these rhinos, and I think McCarthy deserves to be out. He's also proven what a rhino he is by resigning his seat at such a critical time. He's behaving like a scorned woman with sour grapes. This is not the time to take a stand. This is the time to unite and be strong together, or we're going to continue to get what we've been getting. Well, Jacqueline, let's go back to McCarthy for a second, right? And I'm going to be as straight as I can be. I don't understand why we don't understand how personal pol- how personal politics are. And politicians feel if they've been slighted or done wrong, they're like to hell with it. Let the ship go down. And and I I you know, I I'm not in McCarthy's head, but I do think that he was done wrong in a bad way. I think that he was a great, uh, uh, maybe great is a strong word. I thought he was a, a good speaker that was dealt an impossible hand. So, I feel the same way you do, but that okay. was not the time. Again, those that uh, outed him, that was not the time. That was another perfect example of what I just stated. That was not the time to take a stand and make an example out of an individual that you did not support. Okay, it so was Jacqueline, the time to unite. Let me ask you a question. That's what you say, but let me ask you a question. So you and I are partners, right? Jacqueline and Dominic, and we're political consultants, Right. And we bet the farm on this uh, on a candidate and we get the candidate from start to finish. And and uh, we're almost at the finish line. And the candidate says, I don't need you two anymore. You're fired. Right. And we're owed a million dollars. Are we going to finish that campaign or are we going to say to hell with you and we're going to bounce? Which one you think we're going to do? I don't understand how that relates specifically to everything that's transpired it, it in the relates, past it relates six to, It relates to McCarthy in a big way. What you're saying is party unity. McCarthy should have hung in there no matter what, no matter how that's wrong. Right. And that's I'm saying right. to you, and I'm saying to you, you and I are political uh, consultants, and we're partners, and we've got mortgages to pay. And the candidate that we're representing their race decides at the eleventh hour that he or she is not going to pay us. Are you going to finish that race? Or are you going to say to hell with you? We're not doing any more work. Which one are you going to do? Who wasn't going to pay? Who wasn't going to get paid? The candidate. What this happens all the time, Jacqueline, where candidates don't want to pay their bills to consultants. But are you saying McCarthy is the one that didn't want to pay his right. bill? Right. Well, I'm, I'm trying to give you a hypothetical to to understand what may have been going through Mr. McCarthy's mind. I don't. I you're, don't care what saying, was going right, through see, his see, mind. Right, but you're not being realistic. I well, but. You have to decide. When you go into politics, this is why I feel so strongly about President Trump. He does not need to be president of the United States. He's exactly. got a much better you, life to live. You don't think live. Trump does what's in his best interest every single day? I think he. I think he's a true American, and he, he really cares about Jacqueline, this country, and Jacqueline, he really cares about Jacqueline, people. Jacqueline, don't don't get it twisted. Trump does what's in his best interest every single day. Don't no get it doubt. twisted. Don't don't get it twisted. Believe me. He does what's in his best interest. Do you do you think that Steve Scalise needs to stay in office with what he has gone through and He's what he's still a lot. going through? He's medically? going through a lot. But each person is different, Jacqueline. Yes, each person yes. is different. 
And that's why some people are better candidates than others, and some people deserve to be in political office, and others need to be out. Okay, but you still didn't answer, and i got to take a break. You didn't answer my I, question. I can't, if I we can't would, answer your question because I don't understand the, it, it's the, really, uh, it's, the example. It's the, it's the same equivalency. It's the same exact thing. Yeah, All I, I can I, tell I, you is if ahead. it was me. If it was me, I have such love and such pride in my country, and I am sickened by what has been going on the past four years. That's what you say now. That's what you say now. You don't know if you were in that situation. You don't know. You're going based on loyalty to the country, and that's admirable. It really is. But until you're in that situation where you feel like you've been jerked around, you don't honestly know how you would react. You think you do, but but you're not a thousand percent sure. I know you think I, you do. I have to answer to a higher power, and I have to sleep at night, and I have to live with myself, and I have to have a clear conscience in knowing that the decisions that I make are the right decisions. That's who I am. Okay. Well, McCarthy uh, clearly disagrees with you, Jacqueline. Thank you for the call. He disagrees with you, and he decided to step down. I mean, I'm not going to hate on the man because he did what he felt was in his best interest. I think that McCarthy was dealt a horrible hand dealing with uh, Congressman uh, uh, Gates. I think that's his name out of Florida. Nobody likes the guy. He needs to go. And so his speakership was lost because of one member that wanted his dirty laundry to go away. And McCarthy told him, I can't do that. I can't make it go under the rug. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Swazi wins by what appears to be a nine-point margin now in the uh, special election for the Congressional District, the 3rd District. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with your call. So the Bronx, Long Island, New Hyde Park, and Rockland. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are the fighters. Yes, we lost, but it doesn't mean we're going to end here. I did. I did call my opponent. I congratulated him. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. So looking up, it looks like uh, Swazi won by eight points. Eight points. Um, It is what it is, folks. Let's go to Linda, Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. I feel bad about it, but, you know, I knew, I just had a feeling that she wouldn't win. Because when I heard her, I have personal experience, uh, I couldn't, 
I don't know. I felt really bad. I couldn't understand what she was saying. I couldn't understand it. It didn't come across. It wasn't clear. I think it got actually when I just heard your tape, it sounded a little better. It got a little better. But in the beginning, I couldn't make out what, you know, what she was saying. It was hard to understand her. I have uh, relatives from my father's side of the family. My mother, you know, speaks English, American. And they came from Russia. And it was, I liked them, you know, years ago. I liked them, you know, very much. But it was so difficult to be around them because I had to keep saying, what, what? Um, excuse me, could you repeat that? It was hard to understand. And that's not good. Um you know, especially, you know, when you're in a race like this with so much pressure, you know, you're trying to get people to vote for someone. And I think that was one of the things because people are people and you want to understand. Right. You, It's just normal. You know, if you don't understand what they're saying. I mean, did you feel that way, that it was too much of, a, of the accent? How how I honestly felt she she beat the expectation games with me the expectation game. The first time I saw her, I said, this lady doesn't have a chance in hell. That was the first really? time I saw it. That was my first instinct, oh, wow. but I, but I kept it to myself and I felt that way. I felt that way the entire campaign, but then I started to feel a little magic generated on her behalf when she had Swazi on the ropes. When you have Swazi, who, as I said, who's basically an incumbent, and he's saying, I want debates. I want debates. That means that his people are telling him, wanting, wanting, you're about to lose. That's what that means. And, she, you know, if she had maybe a little more to get over the finish line. And, and frankly, I don't see this changing in the fall if they run her again. I, oh, she, just, she just doesn't have the magic. I'm no. not going to say I'm not going to say her um, her accent or her dial, dialect, whatever. But I am going to say, you know, she's very photogenic on camera, but she does not have what appears to be. Maybe it's there, but she does not have the substance. It doesn't come across like like more amateurs. Right. Not a real, you know, she's not a real politician. When we really running against against, she's running against the politician. Swazi is as polished as polished comes. Right. And 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 you've got to be from his time when he was the mayor of Glen Cove to the time when he was Nassau County executive to the time he was in Congress. If you listen to his speech uh, just a short time ago, his victory speech again, I don't know what that was about. But thank you for the call, Linda. He was sounding almost like a reverend, like he was in church on Sunday delivering uh, a speech to resonate with uh, a certain congregation. I don't know where that was from. Maybe it's the exhaustion, you know, because these candidates, both of them, when you get to the finish line, they are exhausted, both of them. And I'm sure both of them just want a good night's sleep. But now Swazi, as the congressman elect, um, it starts all over for him again. Democrats are... um, are happy Republicans now have a six seat majority, only six seats, only six seats. So if you're the new speaker, oh boy, you you you're walking a line that and 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 if you're the top Democrat in the uh, in the House, you're you're sharpening your knives and you're saying, "I'm the new speaker. I'm the new speaker." 
Let's go to Billy, Rockland County. Good morning, Billy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. A sports reference metaphor. Okay, if a sports reference. you've got a coach reference. that's winning the games, okay? And then you get a new GM, and he fires that coach who's winning the games. He brings in a new coach, and that coach starts losing the games. Who's got to go? Okay, wait, one more time. Coach, one more time, Billy. You've you got, got a coach that's winning wait, 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 the games, I, right? You're, you're talking loud, and when you talk loud, I can't hear you. But go ahead. You've got, you got, you, you got a coach that's winning the games, okay? Okay. okay. That's Santos. Then you've got a GM. The new GM comes in says, I don't like this coach. I'm going to fire him and bring in my own person, okay? And that new coach is a loser. Well, what happens? Uh, but that's not a, that's not a fair analogy. Yeah, well, that is what that, happened. That, yeah, that, it is. That is that that's is, what these that, Republicans like okay, Peter that, King. That is not and, and what the, happened. And the other guy, if you want, it is what happened. Billy, if it is you, what happened. Billy, if you want a fair if, analogy. If you don't like the guy, you Billy, primary him in the Billy, summer. Billy, if you want a you fair primary analogy. primary him in the summer. Okay, Billy, I'm not going to keep talking over you. If you want a fair analogy, Santos cheated his way all the way to the game. If you want a fair analogy. What you just gave me is not a fair analogy. Yeah, well, here's reality. We got two losers now. King, uh, the other Republican who's on WABC all the time, Cox, and we got this fake Republican, uh, Swazi. I mean, uh, Mazi. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Why are you saying Congressman King, who served a noble because career? he's the one who's pulling okay, the strings. Wait, wait, listen, but, but listen, Billy, it. Billy, why would you call that man, Billy? Calm down, please. Why would you call that man a loser after the noble career that he's given to the people of New York State? See, the, 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 the egos get in the way, okay, Billy, and they got to get Billy, rid of Santos. Billy, this is exactly what's wrong with our politics. This is exactly what's wrong. You're calling a, a man that gave, what, 20 years? You're calling Congressman King a loser? I mean, I... Yeah. Okay, Billy, Billy, and you're giving me... Swalwell's still in office. How come who is still in office? Swalwell. Well, I mean. Swalwell, the guy who's got Chinese bimbos, spies in his office. And uh, he's still in office. He's doing, he's having a fun time in Washington. And this guy doesn't get convicted of anything. Okay, Santos. Okay, okay, so Billy. So Billy. He won. Billy, let me give you an analogy and have you respond to to my analogy. You stick by Santos, right? You stick by him. No, we primary him okay, in the wait, summer. Wait, 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 wait. You stick by him. Every Republican running in the country, the first question reporters are going to ask in local markets, what do you think of that Santos guy in New York? They're going to no, be smeared. The question doesn't arise because we primary him in the summer and get rid of him. And that's it. Okay, instead we give in to all this. This is weakness, okay? When you bow down to the pressure, when, okay, wait, 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 wait. When that's you weakness. Say, okay, wait a minute. Billy, when you say primary him in the summer, what in the hell are you talking about? He would be on the A ticket. Primary. He, he, he would be on the ticket for the fall campaign. What are you talking you have about? have a primary and you get rid of him. Okay, but Billy, I'm going to say again. Every Republican from Trump on down would have to answer Santos' questions almost That's every day. That's what primaries are for, Dominic. No, no, Billy, Billy, do you think national yes. Republicans want to have Santos hung around their neck every day? Well, why is Swirl not hung around people's neck every okay, day? But you see, here we go with the tit for tat. Because each candidate has handled the situation differently. George Santos was a, a cancer that had to go, Billy. You may not like it, but he had to go. Congratulations. Now we got a Democrat in office because okay. you guys backed down because Cox okay. and, and the other guy, 
uh, King, you all back down because you don't like him. Well, I don't like him either, but, you know, you keep him in office and you don't back down to your enemies, okay? Swalwell's still in office. Okay, but you see, that's what's yeah. wrong. That's what's wrong. Thank you for the call, Billy. That's what's wrong with our politics. Tit for tat. Tit for tat. Oh, no, no. Don't look at my guy. Look at that guy. Wait, Donald, look what he did. Look at what he did. No, 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 no. Let, let's not talk about Santos. We, we, we know he's got mental issues. We know he's about to go to jail, but we don't want to talk about Santos. We already know that he's in negotiations with the Eastern District and that he's going down. I don't care how many cameo video things that he does, whatever. He's going down, folks. At some point, you have to deal with reality, with reality. Michael in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I want to say this. This candidate, Mozzie Phillips, she was not the problem. The problem was the voters of New York. How could anyone in New York State, city, any local town vote Democrat again? Okay, okay, Michael, let me me ask you a question. You're going to tell me with a straight face that Mozzie Phillips was a good candidate? I'll tell you with a straight face, yes. You know why? Because she was on top. She wanted to get on top of the immigration issue. Not only that, she was a veteran. And also would help, but it's not really that important to me. But she's also a fellow black female American citizen. That would look good for us on the Republican side and the conservative side. By the way, I'm Latino. Okay, but Michael, but Michael, 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 what you just said may be true. But there's just one problem with your scenario. She had to get elected. Yeah. She had to get elected. Yeah, and that's, but the thing is, that's what I'm saying. Back to what I'm saying. How could anyone in New York City would want to vote Democrat for anyone who's a Democrat politician? Clearly, 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 a lot of people disagree with your assessment, and they voted, and they voted for Swansea. You know what that tells me, Dominic? What? That New York City, New York State is a lost cause. I I don't know. I don't know if I would go that far. it, It really is. But they keep voting Democrat. I mean, what haven't they learned? Okay, but I could How many flip more that. Have to be but, let in? but I could flip that and say you got to put forth a better candidate. This lady didn't have a chance from day one. If I'm being honest with you, but she didn't have I'll a chance. With you. I, I understand. I don't think I, she was a problem. I she think didn't the have, voters are Michael. She didn't have a shot from the first time I looked at her. I said that she she was uh, going to be slaughtered, but, and so she ran a much better you agree race. With me? No, I don't but, agree with you. I no, don't no, Can you just agree with one thing that the voters have not learned in New York City to stop voting Democrat? Can you agree with that? You're, at least but, but you're n- no, I can't. Service? I can't because you're oh not. You're not going to change. Then why are we listening to you? Well, that's your choice, Michael. You don't have to. It's yeah, the, it's the will. Michael, 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 Michael. Because I'm telling you the truth, you're getting frustrated. Would you rather somebody tell you the truth or give you just a total snow job? Which one would you want? Because no, if, if you want me to lie to you, if you want me, if you want me to lie to you, I can stand here and tell you that Mozzie Phillip was the perfect candidate, and Tom Swazi is awful, and that people should not vote for him. If, if that's what you want me to tell you, I'll tell you. But I thought you would rather appreciate the truth. The truth, Michael. I got to take a break. I got to take a break. We'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. One of the stories we were going to deal with uh, until the election results uh, came in 
happened to be on the topic of race, unfortunately. And uh, Stephen A. Smith, the sports guy, is defending Megyn Kelly after she's being called a racist for bashing the black national anthem at the Super Bowl. I don't know Megyn Kelly at all. Okay? I don't find her statement to be racist. I find it to be, in her eyes, patriotic. I find it to be, in her eyes, self-righteous. I find her to be a bit detached from reality, being faced by black Americans everywhere. I got that part. But I can't go in the way that I wanted to go in about her when people are out there from my community just throwing out the word racist. You don't know that about her. You don't know that about her. Stephen A. is correct because uh, because she bashed the black national anthem being played at the Super Bowl. That does not make Megyn Kelly a racist. We have to stop tossing around these words uh, like like they're uh, apples, uh, uh, you know, at a picnic. But I'll, I'll deal with that a bit more tomorrow. Plus the uh, the. Uh, the shooting at the subway station. But right now we're talking about Swazi's win in the special election, the third congressional uh, district to replace uh, George Santos. And uh, let's go here. Let's see here. Let's go to Steve in New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. Thanks for taking the call. Mazi lost in the final analysis for one reason, one reason only, Dom. She didn't connect with the base of the Republican Party. They didn't show up. I agree. And and this is what and this goes to I'm going to build on what a couple of the other callers said. You disagree with them. But see, this is symptomatic of a party that's divided. Right. When you when all you're worried about is yourself and you're not working together as a party to find. And I agree with you. Find a better candidate then. And if they better if assuming you're right. She was the best candidate that they could find. She listened to the wrong people, Dom. And I know they're your colleagues, but trust me, Dom, because I've listened to them both. Peter King and Curtis Sliwa are not in they they are not in touch with the base of the Republican Party. They were the wrong people to be listening to. But who says wait, 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 but but who says that they were her main advisors? I mean, I know that uh Congressman King played a, a a key role, and I know Curtis Sliwa, I believe, recorded a, a commercial for her, but who says they were her key advisors? No, I, I don't know. Again, I, I'll take that back. Peter King seemed to be, I listened to the Cats Roundtable, and he talked quite quite a bit about it. And she, I, I got the impression she was listening quite quite a bit to him and taking his advice. All right? But but yeah, this is my issue with him and with Mr. Slew. I've heard them, they seem to have, and this is an example of what Jacqueline was talking about, how the party is, is split. I've heard... King or Saliwa, they they have not so nice things to say about Trump, but not a word crickets when it comes to Joe Biden. That is symptomatic when I say they're not in touch with that, the base. That's of the not party. true. I've I've heard I've heard Congressman King on Katz and Cosby myself criticizing Trump. I I just Steve, I I res, I, res, I greatly respect the way that you're approaching this call. You you're laying out your argument, but what I find fascinating is people hear what they want to hear. And don't hear what they don't want to hear. I've I've heard Congressman King. Listen, if I was running as a candidate, I would myself. I would love to have Congressman King's advice. Love to have his advice. So so what what is it that you feel that 
Listen, I didn't voice it because I she wasn't going to win from day one. Agreed. She, she just I, didn't. She just didn't have it. There's a magic. You can look at a candidate in the first five seconds. Believe me when okay. I tell you, and you can tell whether or not they got the magic. She didn't have it. Okay, I'll leave on a good note with if I was organizing a campaign and running, I would yes, I would want Peter King on my team to tell me how to organize a campaign. And in terms of getting out there and meeting the public, having a guy like Curtis, yeah, is a good is a good thing. Okay, so I'm saying good things about your colleagues. I know, and you've known them both a long time. My point is, my, my overriding point, I don't want to go around in circles, but when it comes to getting in touch with the base of the party, I don't think that either one of them has a clue. I just don't think they do. Okay. And that's my final Thank you. Thank okay. you, Steve. I appreciate your call. We, we, we agree to disagree, but thank you. Thank you so much for your call. Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. <clears throat> Here in the United States, we've got two, two different factions. We have 300 million plus we the people, Americans, and we have X amount of politicians. The average person in that 300 million, let's say they, they pay their mortgages, they, they meet their expenses, they raise families, and they're good moral people for the most part, whatever. There's one problem. It's called accountability and responsibility. If they don't pay their mortgage, they okay, don't raise I, I their families. Phil, I need suffer. you to get to the point because I'm not following. I am. Let me continue. I am trying Phil, to finish you, the statement. Phil, you got 30 seconds left before I move that's on. Enough, but that's okay. more than enough. Okay, go ahead. The politician is not neither accountable or responsible. If they do something wrong, oh, well, it's a misunderstanding. It's exaggerated by the media and all this other stuff. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Okay, I innocent. still don't understand your point as it relates to this election. Can you zero in and tell me what you're trying to say? The please? point is we need politicians to sign a pledge of accountability and responsibility when they win an election and say, I will do what I said and not what you may have think or heard somewhere else. Okay, fair enough. Thank you, Phil. That's not going to happen. Joaquin, Pennsylvania. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 Mr. WABC. Dominic Carter. Hi, I'm short okay. on time, so please, you got to get okay, to the look, point. All right. I, I want to vehemently disagree with you, and this is my prediction. Okay. That the immigration reform that the Democrats are talking about, thanks to them getting rid of George Santos, will now go through. And uh, the destruction of the country, they're going to escalate it before the 2024 election. This has been something, and, and the second I heard that, that the Republicans were weak-kneed and, and doing the reach around across the aisle, I knew that this was the end of everything. And say bye-bye, Miss American Pie, because they're going to get everything through that they want. And it's the same thing, unfortunately, because the weak need. Okay, but Joaquin, uh, do me a favor. I'm, I'm trying. How does that apply to the election tonight? I'm not following exactly what you're saying. The election is the election should have never happened. The the Republicans should have never gotten rid of George Santos. You have to look at the vote. I, I hear you, but that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. The Republicans play old mate. You want you mark my words. They will push through the immigration reform now because we lost that seat. When you say they, who are you talking? Democrats? Who are you? I don't. Democrats, globalists, okay. or whoever they want to destroy this country. They will now be able to push through the immigration reform package that they want to make everybody a citizen and allow 5,000 people a day to come across the border. And, you know, Jacqueline, I got to tell her I love you because uh, you're on the right page, you know. And Dominic, I like you too, man. And, you know, 
I know we're tight on time, so but I I, I wanted I want to disagree with you because no, hey, hey, listen, board. Joaquin, I, I I don't have any problem with anyone disagreeing with me. I'm only I'm the type of person I am. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. It would be very easy for me to just sit here and tell you what you want to hear. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to tell you the truth as I see it. And what it really – go ahead, quickly, I'm please. I'm trying to tell you the truth as I see it. You right, know, right, and, uh, right, 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 right. Well, well, we'll see. I, I hope your arm is better from the last time I spoke to you when you went to the uh, emergency room. Vincent, Brooklyn, good morning, Vincent. What's on your mind? Uh, I agree with one of your previous callers. I think that Ma- Mazi Phillips blew it last week at debate when – she uh, fumbled the abortion question. She should have said, look, even though I'm pro, pro-life, pro New York State is a pro-choice state. I'm not going to be able to change the law of New York State because it's a state-by-state thing. And knowing that she was going up against a seasoned political talker, an animal Political animal like Tom Swazi. She, she should have anticipated it. But, but Vincent, but Vincent also- wait, wait, wait. Vincent, Vincent, I want you to put yourself in her shoes for a second. This is what actually happens to candidates, right? They have their opinion, but then the so called experts tell them what their position should be. So, so she was probably reciting a well rehearsed answer that the political consultants told her to go with. You can't blame her for that. You, no, they, but they, these but... candidates, Vincent, they don't just get up there and talk. They, these are well-rehearsed line, lines by political consultants. But it didn't come off good, Don. I, I would agree with you on that. And I, I would agree with you good. on that. I would agree with you on that. And half and the also, time, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, her, her lack of command of the language. I mean, she was stumbling over there. I mean, uh, she, whoever was uh, uh, coaching her should have told her, hey, look, this guy is going to come at you with everything. You got to be ready. And I didn't, I didn't think she had the command of the language that she should have had. You know, uh, I just don't. Right. You know? I, I, I think that she should have threw Swazi on the defensive. On the I think she should have put, kept on pounding him on the immigration thing. Because, Agreed. Agreed. Uh, look at what's going on now with these ven- Venezuelan gangs, vicking people Agreed. and everything. I mean, she should have kept going on that. And how he said that, you know, he chased ICE out of Nassau County. She should have been kept on going on that, too, you know? Right, right. But remember, Vincent, that commercial that you were seeing, consultants are the ones that put that together. It's not the candidates. And so all I'm saying is, and I, I'm, I'm trying, thank you, Vincent. I'm trying to wrap this up as fast as I can because my, my, my colleague Frank Morano is here. You know what? Uh, he, Frank has asked me to join him for a couple of minutes. I'm going to do that. I greatly look forward to it. What do you have coming up, Frank? All right. Well, we're going to get into a little bit more of, of uh, this where we're going to take advantage of your expertise analysis of this election. Uh, it's Valentine's Day and Ash Lent Wednesday. That's right. We're going to talk Happy about Valentine's both. Day. Absolutely. We're going to chat about that. The, the, what are you getting, Rachel? Yeah, tune in to find out. Okay, okay. Folks, you want to keep it right here. Coming up right now on the other side of Midnight, Frank Morano, Dominic Carter saying, I'll see you again in 23 hours right here. Talk radio, but of course, on Frank's show as well, on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 